Welcome to Live Doc, your online Doc Yomi Shear. Shalom, welcome back to today's Daf, which is Yuma Yud Aleph. We begin six lines from the top of the Amit. We discussed the halacha of mezuzah in Lishkas Paredrin yesterday. And today the Gemara resumes discussing this topic of mezuzah, which is discussed primarily here and in Meseches Menachis. Says the Gemara, Tanura Banan Bisharecha. The Pasuk says, Uchsavtam al mezuzah is Beisecha Bisharecha. Place a mezuzah on the doorpost of your home and on your gateways. Bisharecha. What is the comment include? Says the Gemara, Tanura Banan Bisharecha, Echad Shari Batim, whether entranceways to homes, Vechad Sharechat Seris, or gateways to courtyards, Vechad Shari Medinois, or entryways to walled provinces, or gateways to walled cities, as we have in Yerushalayim today. If you take a look at the Sha'arim on the way into the old city, we have mezuzahs affixed to the doorpost. In all these cases, there's an obligation to Hashem, meaning to affix a mezuzah on these locations. I have a question for you. What about these um, gateways of the town Mechoza, which was occupied mostly by Israel? Why doesn't the Shar of that city have a Mechuzah, have a mezuzah? My time of Dulura Banan mezuzah. Why didn't the Rabbanan apply a mezuzah to that Shar? Amrle he responded, Hanu Chizuk. This isn't um, really an entranceway. The entranceway to the city is from elsewhere. What you're speaking about is just a chizuk, it's a reinforcement, a structural reinforcement, it's an archway which is supporting Hanu Chizuk La'akro de Kuvi. This was the name of the structure built above it. It was merely supporting this enclosure above it, Akro de Kuvi, who Davide, that's what they're made for. So these arches are merely supporting the building above it and therefore. It's not considered an entryway, it's not a shar, not a mokim knisa, to the city, and therefore it's pata from mezuzah. Amalai, he responded, okay, I understand it's not considered the entryway to the city, but it provides access to the structure which is above it. Va'akra de kuvi, gufa, for that itself, va'akra de kuvi, tibay mezuzah, it should need a mezuzah because it's used to access that building above it. The ispa dira l'shaymer beis asurin, because in that akra the kubi structure, there's a place of residence for the shaymer beis asurin for the prison guard, and that turns it into a place of residence. It's a malkam dira, and any entryway to that malkam dira is chayva mezuzah. The tanas we learned in the brayz beis akneses sheish by beis dira l'chazan beis l'chazan akneses although a shul according to this brayz will be pata from mezuzah. It's not a malkam of dwelling, but if it has a Place of Dira for the Chazon Haknesses. It's a reference to the Shamas, the attendant of the Shul. If there's some sort of room in which he lives and that's annexed to the Shul, Chayavas Mezuzah, the Beis Haknesses is Chayav Mezuzah because it's serving this fellow's Makim Dira here as well. The Shar of the city of Mechuzah that I'm referring to, although it's not the primary entryway to the city, and on account of that it wouldn't be Chayav Mezuzah, but it's providing access to the Building above it, which it's supporting, which has a makom dira for the shaymin beisasurim. El Omar Bayi, I'll tell you the reason why there is no mezuzah on the entryway to that city, mishum sakana. 
We're concerned about putting oneself in danger. Rashi explains the the king might say, well, what are you up to there? Hanging up these uh, uh, mystical-looking parchments on the Shahr Maizidah, you're doing Kishif, and this might put them into, into Sakhan. Therefore, the Chachamim exempted them from the Chiv Mezuzah. The Sanya, as we learned, Mezuzah Yachid, Nivdek is Pa'amayim Bashavu. How often does one check his privately owned Mezuzah? Mezuzah Yachid, Nivdek is checked Pa'amayim Bashavu twice in seven years. So once about every three and a half years to make sure that it's intact, it's uh, it's still kosher. Vishal Rabim, a mezuzah owned by the Rabim, Pamayim B'yoyvel, need only to be checked twice in 50 years. Why that difference? Says Rashi, 10 lines from the top of the Ahmed. Nivdekes, you check your private mezuzah twice in seven years. Shemun Nirkava, perhaps it got um, soil rotted, the, 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 um, the parchment got... Um, Spoiled and, and ruined, or Nignava or got stolen. Michelle Rabim, Sharechatseris, or Medinas Vayores, only Pamayim Beyoyva. Why? Only twice in 50 years. It says Rashi. It's just out of a practical consideration. Called Dovashul Shalrabim, anything that belongs to the Rabim. In La Triachal of Harbe, we don't want to burden too much. Why? Shem Titrach, Yekal Echad, Oimer Yasa Chaver. Becomes too difficult, then everyone relies on the other person. The Gemara elsewhere says, you know, the pot, uh, pot cooking uh, for two people, for shutfim, kedera dewey shutfim, loy chamimer, loy krira. It's never hot, nor too cold. It's somewhere in the middle because none of them are, are really taking care of it properly. So it's a marshal here as well. If it's going to be too difficult to check this mezuzah, nobody's going to check it. And therefore, we're leaning to allow it to be done twice in 50 years, in which case, they certainly will look after it that much. Continues the Gemara. Okay, now we want to have a raya regarding the concept of Sakana, which was the reason why they exempted the mezuzah from the Shar of Mechuzah. Let's continue with the price. Vamra Buta. Masa. There was a story by Artiban Echot, this fellow called Artiban, Shayyaboydek Mezuzais Bishukayalin Shalzipur. He was checking the kashras of the mezuzahs in the upper market of Tzipur. So it was a publicly visible mezuzah, and he was engaged in Bidika. And what happened? He was placed in danger as a result. This officer finds him. What are you doing? Um, involved in Kishav, you're endangering the, the inhabitants of the city. And he was in great sakana, and he extorted a, a bribe from him. Vinato menu elaf zuz. In order to extract himself from danger, this fellow had to pay off the officer a thousand zoos. So we see that it's not worth it's not worth it. Putting mezuzahs in public places, which might result in endangering the people and bringing it to heavy financial loss. And if Chachamim exempted the Shar of Mechuzah from having a mezuzah. Says how could this have happened? This person was involved in a mitzvah, checking the mezuzah. How could a sakona have reached him? Va'amar Belezer, shluchi mitzvah ain't nizoykin. If a fellow is involved in doing a mitzvah, he's protected from harm. Heichat ha-kaviyah ha-zekashan. It depends. When it's an established, it's a common occurrence. It's something which is shchiach, the hezek is established, is known. Then... It's different. Even if he's involved in a mitzvah, you must protect yourself. It's, it's like a nafs. Or not soymich on a nafs. 
we find with Shmuel Hanavi, when Hashem tells him to go anoint David HaMelech, he says to Hashem, Vayim Shmuel, Eilch, Eilch, how do you expect me to go Vishama Shol Varagoni, and Shmuel will get wind of the fact that I'm coming to anoint David, will kill me. What does Hashem tell him? Vayim HaShem, Eglas Bokar Tikach V'yedach, take a calf and pretend, V'amart, and you'll say, L'zveich Hashem Basi, I'm simply coming to bring a carbon. Apparently, even when one is ordered to do a mitzvah by Hashem, it is a mitzvah of the highest degree. There's still a concern of sakana because we're speaking about hezek, which is shchiach, hezek, which is bound, so to speak, to come, and therefore it involves a, a nes to extract oneself from it. And likewise, when it comes to the mezuzah, we take care to protect one from this type of sakana. Now, what type of designated Room. What type of designation is considered dira? Is considered bias? Is considered bishorecha? And it's chayv mezusa. Here comes the story. Tani Rav Kahana, commander of Yudah. Rav Kahana taught, presented this halacha in front of Yudah. Beis Hatevin, Beis Habakar, Beis Eitzim. So this is a brisa which says a Beis Hatevin, a hay storage room, or Beis Habakar, a room intended to. Uh, keep some animals. It's not like a barn that they're they're on a constant basis. It's really a stall. No, it's just a place where on occasion they'll keep an animal. Ubeisa ate some, a firewood storage room. Ubeisa oitris, a room in which you keep your oil, your wine. These aren't really designated for personal use. You don't actually live there. It's a supply room. It's auxiliary use. So it's serving a person, but in a roundabout way. Pturim minamazuzo, they're not considered bias, not considered a place of dira, and therefore they're part of a mezuzah. Bepresha noshim ne oisais bahem. The price explains. You know why it's part of a mezuzah? Because women beautify themselves in there. What does that mean? Umay ne oisais. What do you mean they beautify themselves? Roichatis. They rinse themselves there. Oh, now it's considered like a base of merchets. It's a place which is used for a non covered function. And we're going to learn later in the Gemara when the use is shall covered, then it is pata from mezuzah. So according to Rav Kahana, who, who was the one who presented this brisa, the reason why a storage room is pata from mezuzah is not because it's simply a storage room. A storage room is considered servicing the person, and it's considered a makam dir. But the reason why it's pata is because Women use it for rechitz. It's considered a base hamerchitz, and that downgrades its designation. It's not a makom covered. That loses. That makes it lose its significance. It's not considered a proper bias, a proper makom dira, and part of But, but, if it would be a simple, ordinary, typical storage room, of course, it would be chayev in mezuzah because it's a service area. It's supplying a person with what he needs. It's considered like an annex to the home. So according to Rav Kahana, it would be Chayiv and Amir of Yehuda, he disagrees. He holds that only a place in which you actually live is Chayiv and But otherwise, if it's simply a supply room, that's not called a, a bias, that's not called a place of dira. Amir of Yehuda, Tama de says, do you mean to say, that's only because they rinse there and it's a mokim that's designated for a non-covered use. 
and that's why it's potter. Otherwise, it would be chayv simply because of its being a storage room. That's not a reason to be mechayv atanya. We learned in the price. Ref is bakar peturim and a mezuzah. A barn is potter for mezuzah. Even though supplying the person with animals, a storage room is not considered a place which is chayv for mezuzah. El amayna oisis. Rather, says of Yehuda. What does the Bryson mean? That this storage room is a potter and a mezuzah because Noshim on the Oisai spent beautify themselves in that room. Which seems to indicate that that's the reason for Ptur because they rinsed there. But otherwise, if it's just a typical storage room, it's Chayv mezuzah in support of Rav Kahana's opinion. So what's Yehuda going to do with that Bryson? Which seems to indicate otherwise. Elamayna Oisai says, no, that's not what I mean. It doesn't mean they rinsed themselves. And it's like a base of Merchaz, which is pot. That's not the reason. Rather, it means that they go in there to apply their cosmetics. And the Chiddush is, the price is simply saying like this, even though it's not just a storage room, it's also serving personal, for personal use. Shanosham is kashtis mem. They go there to apply their makeup. Peturin, it's potter from mezuz. Why? Kuntar Yehuda. Since it's a, it's primarily designated as a storage room. You can't undo that designation just because you go in there occasionally to apply makeup. That doesn't change its designation. That doesn't upgrade it and turn it into a mokim bais and mokim dira, which is chayv mezuz. So according to Rav Kahana, once again, a storage room is considered Chayv Mezuzah, is considered a Mokim Dira because it's your supply room. Whereas according to Rav Yehuda, no. Stam storage is not considered. And here the Chiddush and the Bryce says, even though they're going to use it occasionally for personal use as well, it's also part. Omni Rav Kahana responds to Rav Kahana to Rav Yehuda. How could you say that? A storage room which is used for miskashtes to apply cosmetics, it's going to say that that's not enough to consider it a makim dira. It's still potter from mezuzah. Matani, we have a brisa which tells us otherwise. Ref is bakar peturim a mezuzah. A barn is potter from mezuzah. However, veshanosha miskashtes ba chayevus mezuzah. But if women go in there to be miskashtes to apply their makeup, that changes the designation. It's considered designated somewhat for personal use, and it's chayev in mezuzah. That's a kash on you. This is Rav Kahana speaking to Rav Yudah. You're telling me that, that the, uh, this occasional use, this Nashim Eskashtes, doesn't change the designation, doesn't undo the, uh, the storage room effect, doesn't turn it into a personal dwelling. Here we have a Bryzer which tells us otherwise. The fact that the Nashim go in there changes and upgrades its designation. Elamayis Lachomeymar Meskashtes Tanoi. Okay. Apparently, you have to say it's a machlekes tanoim. Here we have a bryser which tells us the fact that women go in there to be miskashet turns it into a makam dira. Whereas in the previous bryser, we learned otherwise that this nasha um, miskashtos aspect will not change things. It's machlekes tanoim. That works according to you. Lididinami stoma tanoi. Says Rav Kahana, according to me as well. Regarding Istam storage room. Rabbi Yudha had a kasha to Rav Kahana. He says, We have a price 
tells us that a storage room is potter from a mezuzah. A refuse bucker, a barn, is potter from a mezuzah. In contrast to you, Rav Kano says that a storage room is chayv from a mezuzah. Says Rav Kano, okay, it's machlokis tanoi. A stam storage room is just meant to uh, store supplies, or let's say a barn, any of these areas which services its owner, but it's not a, really a direct makam dira, because it doesn't actually uh, reside in that room. Is a chayv or not chayv So stop for a moment. We discussed all these types of storage areas. So you have three levels, really. If it's used as a base amerchas as well, that downgrades it to a, a dira she'ina shal kavayid, which is potter min mezuzah regardless. Rav Kahan and Rav both agree that it's pot. We have the middle step. Yistam. It's just a typical storage room. According to Rav Kahan, it's a machal And the question is whether a place which is meant to supply the person, is that considered a place of dwelling or not? Machal Whereas according to Rav Yehuda, it's completely pot. This person is not actually living in there. It's not a personal makam There's no reason for it to be chayv we have the highest level, which is the storage area, which is also used for miskashtes. Women go in there to apply their makeup. So there is some sort of personal element, some element of personal use involved. That's enough to make it a makam dira. And there's no machlekes here. According to all shittas, it's chayv mezuzah. Or according to Yehuda, in this case, it's machlekes tanayim. The fact that they go in there occasionally, the fact that it's only used for residual type of use, it's not really a, a true makam dira. Is that powerful enough to change, to upgrade the status of the storage room from a simple storage room which according to Yehuda is part of mezuzah to a makam dira which is chayv mezuzah, it's Continues the Gemara. Where do we find a clear presentation of this machalik is Tanoi? Tanoi, the Sanyu. Says the Brisa, it's yours. It's it's meant for your own personal use. The place where you live, where you eat, where you sleep, as opposed to storage rooms, although they supply you, but it's not really your place of dwelling. Prat, except for a hay storage area, a place where you place your animals, Firewood storage room, a place where you keep your wine, oil supply. These places are pata from mezuzah. Some say it's chayv from mezuzah. So, right here, we have a machlekes tanoi. Whether these storage rooms are pata or chayv. The price concludes, usually be'emes denotes like halacha, something which is a clear cut halacha, undisputed halacha. Not necessarily Allah Hamashim Messina, but an undisputed Allah. Be'emes Amru. Be'esa Kisei. Be'esa Bursaki. A tanner's shop. Be'esa Merchatz. Bathhouse. Be'esa Tefillah. Visha Noshem Ne'oises Behen. A place where Noshem are Ne'oises. Which the Gemara soon will define for us. All these places are Mekoymeis She'enon Shal Kavit. Not meant for respectable use. And they're pturim and amazuzah. So you have a brisa begins with a machlekes regarding storage rooms, concludes with a universal halacha. Beis akisa, beis amerchus, apatav and amazuzah. 
How do we explain the Bryce? We have two approaches. Rav Kahana's approach, Rav Yudah's approach, and each one will interpret the Bryce according to his perspective. Rav Kahana will interpret the Bryce according to his approach. His approach being that a stam storage room, some hold as chayv mezuzah, some hold as potter. Rav Yudah will interpret the Bryce according to his approach. That is stam storage room according to all she does as potter. Explains the more. Rav Kahana will interpret the Brisa according to his perspective. Brisa begins. It says, Beisecha. We know from there, your home. Designated for personal use. Beisecham yuchadocha. Prat. Lebeisa tevin. Ulebeisa bakar. All these storage areas. Lebeisa eitzim. Beisa eitzrei. Shepturim. Minam mezuzah bistam. Your typical storage room is potter from mezuzah. Veyesh shemachayvim bistam. Some say no. Even a stam storage room. It's meant to supply you with your needs. It's considered Beisecha. Why shouldn't it be Chayv and Mezuzah? So we have Machlekes Tanoi. This is Rav Kahana's version of things. Stam Storjum, Machlekes. And the Baish concludes Be'emes Amru. Be'esakisi, Be'esabursaki, the Tanner's Room, Be'esamerchats, Be'athos, Be'esatfila. Vishyehanoshem, Ne'oishesben, and also a place where women are Ne'oishes. Umay Ne'oishes, what does Ne'oishes mean? They rinse there, so it's a, a storage room, let's say. But it's also used for rechitza, it becomes like a beris merchitz. All these places are Turim and So this is Rav Kano's version. Your typical storage room, perhaps is chay, perhaps is not, it's a machlikas. But a place which is used for a shimush she'ini shal kovet, a kise, a or even a storage room which is used also for rechitza, nashim is potim and and that's what the Bryson meant, it's a Vesamerchatz, and therefore it's pot. That's the case. Why do we have a double reference to Vesamerchatz in the Bryson? We already mentioned Vesamerchatz. Why go over it again? They rinse there. Why the duplication? If that's the case, we already mentioned Merchatz. So this is what is a Chilish in both. Ashmin and Merchatz, the Rabbim. The Bryson presented a case of a public bathhouse. Hashmin and Mechas and also a private bathhouse. Perhaps I would distinguish between the two. Perhaps I would say Mechas the Rab, yeah, public bathhouse, the Nafish, Zome, which is extremely unclean. Yeah, that's why it's Potter Mezuzah. It's not a covered area, not a covered use. Aval Mechas the but a privately used bathhouse. which is only slightly unclean. Emel lechayv mezuzah, perhaps it would be chayv mezuzah. Kamash malon, that's the chiddush of the brayso. In either case, it is part of from mezuzah. It's not a dira shel kavod, and therefore it's exempted, as we're going to see in the Gemara Naman base. So again, this is Rav Kahana's approach. A storage room, perhaps is chayv mezuzah, perhaps is part of Whether a storage room which supplies one with his needs is that considered like a makam dira or not? Machlekes. But if it's used for attachment, she'enah shall cover it, like every Samarachat, all agree, there's no chayv mezuzah. But, let's say, this uh, storage room also has an occasional visitor. The Isha comes in there to apply her cosmetics. Quintar of Kahan, all agree that that's considered like a makamdira that's been upgraded to your personal personal space and is chayv mezuzah. Rav Yudah Matar will interpret the Brice according to his perspective. Hachitani, this is how the Brice reads. 
Beisecha, what does that teach us? Beisecha miyuchad lecha. Has to be something designated for your use. Prata beisatev, except for storage areas, which are not personal use areas. Beisatev in this hay storage room, beisabakar, place for the animals, beisaitzim, beisaitzus, shabturin min hamazuzim. Afilu miskashtes. So it's certainly part of from mezuzah because a storage area is not a malkam dira, it's not a bias. There's no machlegas on that. The b'risa continues. And, and the b'risa, according to Abiyuda, is not referred to your typical your typical uh, storage room. Meaning, it's also your typical room, but even, afilu miskashtes, the chiddush is not only not only a typical beisa bakr, beisa eitzim, beisa oitzis, it's part of mezuzah, what the Bryce means to say is Afilu Miskashtis. Your standard base of heaven. That's number one. And even if it's used for the Isha, who goes in there and applies her cosmetics. Why? According to this Shita, you can't redesignate, you can't transform a storage room into a, a place of personal use. It's not considered a dwelling, it's not considered a place of residence. It's been established, it's been earmarked as a storage room, as a barn. That's it. And therefore it's pata from mezuzah. And on this we have a machlekes. On this aspect only. If it's also shared by a person, v'yesh mechayv. B'mezkashtis. If it's used by a person as well, the isha goes in there for personal use. The shita of v'yesh mechayv and say, yeah, that does something to that place. That upgrades it. That gives it a status, somewhat of a status of a makim dir. But if it's just an undefined, it's just a, uh, a typical, a typical storage room which is not frequented by the isha. It's certainly potter from mezuzah. It's just a supply room. It's a storage room. It's not. A, it's not beisecha. It's not miyuchad lecha. You don't actually live there. You don't eat or sleep there. This is Ravida speaking. He holds that a storage area according to all she does is potter. It's only when it's also used for, for personal use. Then we have a machlekes. Some say chayim, some say potter. The price concludes, Bamas Amru. This is an agreed upon Allah, all these areas which are non covered designated areas. In these areas, even if women will go in there to be miskashed, it won't really change matters. Because of its excessive dirt and the fact that it's so unclean, that makes it a mokim she'enishal kavit, which exempts it from mezuzah, despite the fact that Anisha will go in there to be That doesn't change matters. And still part of mezuzah. So again, in summation, according to Rav Kahana, a stam storage room, some say it's chayv, some say it's potter, if it's also used for the nashim to be all agree. That's enough to consider it a makam dir. Whereas according to Yehuda, a stam storage room all agrees part of mezuzah. It's just a supply room. It's not a place where you actually live. If, however, it's also used by the notion to miskash it, that added element perhaps upgrades it. Whether it's chayv or pata from mezuzah. Says the Gemara Ulrav Yehuda stama de vakal pater. That's also that according to Yehuda. Your typical storage room is part of our mezuzah according to all shitas? Because he holds if it's not for personal use. There's no havamina. There's no there's nobody that holds that it's chayv in mezuzah. 
Vatani, we learned in a Brisa, otherwise. The Brisa clearly presents a shita that holds that a storage room is chayiv al mezuzah. The Pasuk says, Bish orech, chsavtam al mezuzah besecha uvish orech. We learn from here. All different types of gateways and entranceways are chayiv al mezuzah. Echad shari batim. Vechad shari chatziris. Vechad shari medinas. These are walled provinces. Vechad shari yoris. Gateways of cities. Verefes. And a barn. Velula, entranceway to a to the chicken coops. Umadpe, entranceway to a hay storage area. Vaitzusiyain v'sus shemen, places where you keep your wine and oil. Chayavim mezuz. All these things are considered makandir. They're considered ubi sharach. It's part of you. It's part of your 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 makandir. It's serving a person. So although it's not actually direct, a direct makandir. It's an auxiliary makam dir. And therefore, it's included in the word bisharecha and chayv mezuzah. We clearly have a shita, which is a mechayv, these places in mezuzah, in contrast with Rabbi Yehudu, who tells us that according to all shitas, a storage area is not a makam dir, it's potter. Let's continue with the price. Yochoshani marbe, av beishar. So that's the case. We have such a long list of places that chayv mezuzah. Perhaps we're going to include the following as well. A beishar. Beishar was generally... Uh, describing a little a guard house at the entranceway to the courtyard where the guard would stand. So the entryway to that room, to that guard house, is really not an entryway to the chatzar. This beishar is just uh, serving the chatzar. It's a, it's a walkthrough to the chatzar. It's a point of access to the chatzar. So this beishar itself doesn't need a mezuzah. Ach or the uh, some sort of um, terrace or walkway in going into the uh, leading up to the homes, or passes or a porch. So we're speaking like an outside, an outdoor porch. So as you drive down the road, you see these cheap motels. So they have the out outdoor porches. You go up these steps, and you on that porch you can access the rooms of the motel. That's the merpesis, which is described many times in Shas. So suppose these areas, the shar, the achsadra, the merpesis, have some sort of doorway entering and accessing them. So you enter them and pass it through a shar. It's part of a mezuzah. Why? Says the bride, perhaps I would include them. No, Talmud loyim a bias. The Pesach says, What does that teach us? Ma bias miyuchad ladir. Just as bias denotes something which is designated for a dwelling, as a, as a place of residence. That's what's chayv mezuzah. Yotzu Eila, as opposed to these areas which are simply access points to the home or to the chutz or etc., don't have their own designation. They're not considered place of dwelling. And therefore, the Beishah, the Achsad, and Repesas themselves are part of Hamasus. Continues the Brisa. What about the following list? Perhaps I'll include in the Chiv Mezuzah, a tanner's house, or a bathhouse, or a tfila. The Pasuk once again says Bais, and we learn, Ma Bais also the covet. Ah. So we finally got to that drush. Bias denotes something which is meant for respectable use, significant use. Af kol asil kavit. Likewise, anything else which is chayv mezuzah is only if it's asil kavit, meant for covered use. Yotzu elo as opposed to these room, beisakisi etc. Shein asuyim lekavit. They're not meant for covered use. Therefore, they don't have the chashivas of a bias. They don't have that significance. They're not a true bias, a true makam dira, and pata from Mesus.
Continues the price of Harabais. Perhaps I'll include on this list Harabais. Vahalishka is the rooms throughout the base of Midosh. Vahazora is the Azoras around the base of Midosh. That the entrance point into these areas will be Chayav Mezuzah. Tamalumia Bais. Once again, we look at Bais. And what's your typical Bais? Just as bias referring typically to a non-Migdish entity, and therefore it's Chayv Mezuzah, likewise, anything else, is only Chayv Mezuzah if it is Chayl. It's not Kodesh. Yatsu'elo as opposed to these, Shein Kodesh, they're Kodesh. And therefore the part of a Mezuzah. Tiyufta. So this is a refutation of Yudu. It tells us that there is no sheet in the world I would suggest that a storage room has a mezuzah. Look at this bryce. The bryce begins with a whole list of storage areas. Refes, Bakr, Lulun, Matpin, Oisus, Yain, Chachayv, Mezuzah. So it's a kasha on Rabbi Yehuda, and a writer of Khan who says that indeed there's a machlaikis regarding a storage room. Some say chayv, some say pot, and this bryce that follows the sheet that says chayv. Tony of Yehuda bar Yehuda kamei the rabbi. Tony of Shmobar Yudah, Kamei the Rabbi, Shmobar Yudah presented the following list in front of Rabbi. Shisha Sha'arim Pturim. I have at least six gateways that are potter from Mezuzah. Pturim and Mezuzah. What are they? Beis HaTeven, the uh, hay storage room, Beis HaBakar, a place where they would keep the animals, Beis HaEitzim, firewood storage room, Beis HaEitzreis, a place where you keep your food supply, wine, oil, etc. So apparently he's following the shita. It says pot. Okay. Ushar Hamadi. The next on the list is the Shar Hamadi. This uh, domed, this archway. Pot of Makura. And likewise, a gateway, an entrance which has no top. It just has side post without a top. Vishar Gavayud. And a Shar which is not tenfacham high. So the minimum height uh, requirement of a Pesach for Mezuzah is tenfacham. We know just as a Mechitza. Must be at least ten tefachim in height, because we learned in Gemara Sukkah that the uh, rishus rises up until ten tefachim. It's considered the same area, the same domain. Therefore, if you want to separate the area into two, you have to go up until ten tefachim, which separates the, the complete rishus, which rises ten tefachim. Likewise, a, a pesach. If you want to create an entranceway, you have to leave an area of ten tefachim high, open and exposed, and accessible. If it's less than Tetvachim in height, you haven't really created an access point to the Rishos. So that's where we get this halacha that a Pesach has to be at least Tetvachim in height. Problem is, he gave him a list of seven, where he mentioned really six at the outset. Omale, he responded, this was Rava, Patach to Bishisha, you initiated with the number six, Vesachas Bishiva, so Paschas Bishisha, initially you said, I'm giving you a list of six, Sha'arim Darapata, Vesachas Bishiva, and concluded with seven. How's that? He told him, Shara Modi Tanoi. That's because the Shara Modi item on the list is not agreed upon by all. It's Machlikis Tanoi. I meant six cases agreed upon by all that are Potter. And there's another one which is Machlikis Tanoi. What exactly is this Shara Modi, this archway? And why would it be Potter from the sun? Keep an archway, a round domed entranceway. Rameh Machayv Mezuzah? Rameh says it's Chayv Mezuzah. The Chachamim Paitrim, Chacham say it's Pat. The Bryce concludes, Vishavan all agree. Shem Yesh Beragla Asara, Shechayevas B'Mezuzah. That if the legs 
a tenth fachim high, it's chayiv mezuzah. What does this mean? We're speaking about a an archway, a circular entranceway, which narrows. Now, lacha is that just as the minimum height of a pesach is tenth fachim, the minimum width of a pesach is fourth fachim. We learn this in Shabbos and Ervin. That's the minimum dimension of a pesach to be considered a pesach. And a Pesach for mezuzah as well. If it's not a Pesach, there's no mezuzah. So, we have an archway, which starts off being wide enough, four Tvachim wide enough. But then, it narrows. It narrows to the point that we don't have four Tvachim width in that space, in that gap, in the actual Pesach, in the entranceway. Bryce concludes that all agree, Shimesh Beragla Asara, if the leg portion, meaning the bottom part of this archway, where in between those legs you have a space of four tefachim, which is the proper dimension of the Pesach, if that space, if those posts rise ten tefachim high, and then begins to, to narrow, you're okay. Because the lower portion of that Pesach contains the dimension of Pesach. There's a space, an entry point of ten tefachim high and four tefachim wide. Vishavan if the legs of the posts, which are four tefachim apart, are ten tefachim high, then it's chayiv mezuzah. So when then is there machlekes? The Rameyu says chayiv. Rachacham say potter. When? The Gemara explains. Amr Abba. The Kuli Alma all agree in the following case. Suppose the entire structure of this dome of this archway is ten tefachim high. But the posts, what we call the raglayim, which are fourth fachim apart, rise up from the ground to the point of less than three tfachim. You know, three tfachim, less than three tfachim is love. It's considered like part of the ground. So the ground is rising up. They have no significance. You haven't really created anything if the posts are less than three tfachim in height. So in that case, you don't even have the initiation of a sheer Pesach. Because true, the posts on bottom of your entranceway are situated four Tfachim apart. But they don't rise high enough to constitute an initiation of an entranceway. They're less than three Tfachim. It's like part and parcel of the ground. So in that case, says Abayi, all agree, there's no, there's no Pesach here. The entire structure is ten Tfachim high. However, but the legs, which are four Tfachim apart, don't rise to a height of three Tfachim. There's nothing here. All agree, there's no Pesach, there's no Mesuzah. Inami, alternatively, suppose the posts, which are four Tfachim apart, do rise up three Tfachim from the ground. So you have that initiation of a Pesach. However, but the entire structure is not ten Tfachim in a height. You don't even have a potential Pesach. You don't even have ten Tfachim in height. Vilav Klumi, in this case as well, all agree there's no Pesach, there's no Mesus. When is there Machlekes? Machlekes is only Ella in the following case. Big Yud, suppose the entire structure is ten Tfachim high. And those posts rising from the ground, which are four Tfachim apart, have, they contain a height of three Tfachim. But then they begin to narrow. They begin to curve towards each other. 
Now, once they begin to slant towards each other, to create that arch, that dome, they narrow to the point that there's no four tefach gap any longer between the posts. So they start off wide apart, they rise, let's say, three tefach, and then they begin to narrow and face each other. In which case, you lose your four tefach width. However, you have raw material around this arch. It's not like just a, an arch, a bare arch, like the St. Louis uh, arch. It's a building, a structure. So you have raw material around the arch. It's just that the hole, the actual entryway, is a narrow arch. begins wide, but then narrows on top. Within the raw material you have, you can potentially carve out to complete, to imashlim the shear, to give you the additional width for that Pesach. So the actual entryway is narrow, at least in the upper portion of it. But perhaps you can say, since there is potential to carve it out, to extend the Pesach, let's take a look at this Pesach and say, well, this has a sheer Pesach. It has that significance of a Pesach because you have where to begin from. The, the lower portion has a proper sheer Pesach. It's four Tfachim wide and it rises high enough to have Hashivas past three Tfachim from the ground below. So let's continue it further. Now, although we're blocked by wall, okay, we haven't gotten around to pulling out the wall material. Since it has that potential, since it can expand and extend into the wall, Therefore, this Pesach is considered a Pesach Chashev. We view it as though the actual entryway is ten tefachim high and four tefachim wide. That's Shittas Rameyah. We virtually carve out the wall material to complete the required shear of the Pesach. And therefore, it's Chayv Mezuzah. Rabban Savri ain't Chayikin We don't do that. Look at reality. Too narrow, it's not a Pesach. So, conclusion, we have many, many cases Regarding mezuzah, some cases, the entryway is chayv mezuzah, such as shari batim, shari chatzere, shari medina, shari yoris. We have some cases where it's potter from mezuzah. For instance, beishar, this uh, guardhouse in front of the chatzer, achsadra, this uh, terrace, this uh, canopied area leading into the home, merpesas, this outdoor porch through which you access the rooms of the of the hotel or whatever. So these places are not considered miyuchad ladira, simply access points to the dira beyond them. Therefore, they're not chayv mezuzah. Beis Akise, the place of the bursaki works, the Beis Amrechas, Beis Atfila, these are not places of covet and pater as well. Harabayis, Elishkis, Nazaris, they're mekaymes kodesh, and from mezuzah you need a bayis chayv. Then we learned that a shar which has no top to it, it's any mekura. Well, as the Ramam learns, we're speaking that the room into which you enter from that, through that door, has no ceiling, that place is not Chayv Mezuzah. Or, if the Pesach is not Tent Fachamah, in all these cases, there's no Chayv Mezuzah. We have some cases where there's a Machlekes, Shara Madi, as we just discussed. If you have a narrow archway, the question is, do we say Chayikin Lahashlam? Do we virtually carve out the wall material to complete the required dimension of that Pesach? Rebbe says yes, Chacham say no. We had the storage areas, Beisat Tevin, Beisat Bakar, Yaitzur Ziyayin Veshemin. Gmar concluded, there as well, we have a Machlekes Tanoim, whether a supply room, a storage area, a service area, 
is considered Chayv Mezuzah. And in the Gemara coming up now, we're going to have a question, a machlaik is regarding Beis HaKnesses. Continues the Gemara, Tanarabon, up until now we discussed various types of entranceways, as far as dimensions, as far as use. Now we're going to move over to different types of ownerships. Tanarabon, Beis HaKnesses, what about a shul, or Beis HaIsha, a home owned by a woman, or Beis HaShutfen, a place owned by partners. All these places are chayeves b'mezuz. Of course, there's more pshita. Why would I think otherwise? Yeah, perhaps I can say. The pasuk says, "Uchsavtam al mezuzos beisecha lashen yachet beisecha v'loy beisa." So first we'll say, "Beisecha is you, a man." See the uh, parsha they speaks about tefillin. It's directed at anoshim. Perhaps it's coming to include her home. Beisecha v'loy beisa. Likewise, we can say, only your home, but not something owned by partners. And therefore, we'll potter the Beisha Isha, That's what the Bryce informs us. It's not so. All these homes are chai. Maybe you're right. Maybe we went to exclude the Beisha Isha, Beisha Shutfu. the Pasuk says, whoever wants to live long, Affix a mezuzah on your doorpost. This will generate long life for yourself and your children. How can you exempt the Isha? How can you exclude the Isha? And deprive her of this opportunity. Hani bo These require life. Vani bo Women, partners, they don't want life. Of course they do. And therefore, it's illogical that the Torah would exempt them and exclude them. If that's the case, what are we going to do with the diuk? What is it coming to exclude? It's coming to teach us Kedurav, On which side of the doorpost do you fix the mezuzah? On the right side. Because it says, Uchsavtam al mezuzah is beisecha. And we learn a drasha, derech bi ascha. The way you go in. Vichi akar inish kari. When a person lifts his foot to enter the home, which one does he lift first? Akar, the mina akar his right foot. He lifts first. So he relates to the right side and goes in. And therefore that's the side that will feature the mezuzah. That's called derech bi'ascha, the way he walks it. And that's one from Beisecha. But of course, it's not coming to be a ma'ay, the isha of the shutf. Tani idach, we learned in a brisa elsewhere, a related discussion regarding Tumas Nagoim. A home has a nega, it's tamay. What type of home? Owned by whom? Beisach Knesses, or Beisach Shutf, or Beisach Isha, metamad b'nagoim, all these homes, if they feature a negative, they become tummy. Not only if it's owned by a yachid, a man, even owned by an isha, Beis is owned by partners. Pshita, of course, why would I think otherwise? Perhaps I would say, the Pasuk describes this fellow arriving at the Kayin's home, and he says, look, I have a negah. The fellow who owns the home with a negah comes to the Kayin to tell him about the negah. Perhaps you can say, loy. It's his. It belongs to him. V'loyloh, not to her. A home owned by an isha is exempt from nega. Or we can say loy, v'loylohen. Only if it's his. It belongs by part to partners. It's potter. So we're going to be mighty. Beisa isha, beisa shutvin, kamash melon. Bryce informs us it's not so. Even beisa isha, beisa shutvin is chayiv mesus. Ve'ma chenami. How do you know? Maybe you're right. Loy has come to exclude all these cases. You can't say that. Omakra. The base eretz achuzaschem. You find a nega in the home of your 
your estate, Achuzas Chem, it's plural, all inclusive, including the Isha and the Shutf. Why then does the Pasak choose the word Loi, Ubasha Loi Abayis, to describe the homeowner? Misha Miyachet Beis Loi. It's coming to teach us. Who will experience, who can experience a Nega? Hashem gives it to a person who's Miyachet Beis Loi. He's stingy. He designates his home and all his possessions. Strictly for personal use. He doesn't want to lend out his kalim. He pretends, he says, oh, I don't have. He's stingy. What does Hashem do to him? Hashem publicizes what he really has. When he has to vacate his home, take out all his possessions, oh, everybody says, oh, I thought you didn't have a lawnmower. Look, sitting right there. The person who has a neck has to do that, to clean out his home. He has to um, move out all his belongings. And that's a fitting oinish to this fellow who pretended that he doesn't have the clee to loan others. Prat la mashal keil as opposed to a person who is careful to be generous and loans out his keil to others. This fellow doesn't need to go through this treatment and therefore he will be protected from the guy. So the word is coming to teach us this, limud, that a nega comes on account of being stingy. Let's take a look at Rashi, four lines from the bottom. His possessions are designated for his personal use. He doesn't lend them out. The Torah is teaching us that stinginess generates negoyim. Continues the Gemara, Ubeis Aknesis mi metamim benegoyim. Is that so that a shul can become tummy through a nega? Vatanya, yochal yu batik nesius ubatim medrashis metamim benegoyim. Perhaps a shul of a smedish will become tummy through a nega. Tamaloyim abasha loy habayis. What do we learn from here? Mishum yuchad loy. Loy tells you it's designated for his uh, as his place of dwelling, as his malkam dira. It's a private dira. That's why there's a nega. That's why there's a Tumas Nega. Yotzu Elo is opposed to Beis Knesset, Beis Medrash, Sheinu Chodnoi, which are not designated for individuals' use. It services the crowd, the Rabbim, and therefore is not Chayven, is therefore is not a potential, um, uh, doesn't have potential Tumas Negoim. So I have a stero between two prices. One price says that Beis Knesset can become Tumas through a Nega, other price says no. Like Kasha, the answer is like this. We already learned that a home owned by partners, Beisha Shutfin, is Chayvin Mezuzah, and is Tommy Benegoyim. What about a shul? See, really, a shul is in a class of its own. It's not just a partnership, it's designated for public use, it's accessed by the Rabbim. That's a Shail. Is that considered like a Beisha Shutfin, or is it in a different category and is not included in the Chiv of Mezuzah or Tumas Negoyim? It's actually Machloikis. Rameya says, yes, Chacham say no. And that will be the resolution of this theory. We have one Bryce which says, Ebiza Knesset can become Tommy Tumas Negoyim. One says not. Like Kash, the answer is, Horabmeya Rabbanam. Rameya says, yes, Rabbanam say no. The Sanya will learn to Bryce, Ebiza Knesset, Sheishba. Beis Dira Lachazan, Aknesses. Ebiza Knesses, which features also a place of dwelling for the Chazan Aknesses, for the uh, attendant, for the Shams. All agree in this case, because it's a mock of dira. There's no mock like it's dira. 
What if it doesn't have a Malkadira for the Shamas? It's just a typical Shul. Rameh Machayev, he says it's Chayev Mezuzah, Vachacham Poit, and they say it's exempt. Likewise, when a Goyim, we have the same discussion. Rameh will say Chayev when a Goyim, it's like a place of Shutfin. And Rabbanon say, no, it's Potter from Nega, because it's different than a Malkam Shutfin, it's a public area. And there's no din of Nagoyim, which we'll discuss at great length in the upcoming Dapir Zashem. That's one terrace. One is Ramea, one is Rabban. We both have another terrace. Hover Rabban. Both prices reflect the Rabban. Well, the question, the answer is very simple. Depends if it has a base dira for the Chazan. How is base dira? The price which says that a base can become Tommy through a Nega is where it has a base dira. It's considered like a place of dwelling. Hod lesba beis dira. The other brayz which says potter from nega is where it doesn't have a beis dira for the chaz and therefore it's a typical shul which is potter from nega. We him another pshat. Both brayz are discussing the lesba beis dira. There's no beis dira there. It's a typical shul. The question is, where is it situated? Vada krachem. The brayz which says this shul is potter from mezuzah. Speaking about a shul sitting in a large city, which is meant to be accessed by the public at large. And it's not considered as though this shul really has designated owners. It's like an ownerless shul. And it's not considered mezuzah is peisecha, visharecha. There's no chiv mezuzah. But the farm, the other b'ayasah, which says, we treat it like an ordinary home, speaking that it's in a small town. And it's considered like a partnership. It's owned by the townspeople. And therefore it's considered a b'ayasah shutfin, which is chayv mezuzah, could become tamay through negayim. And even the rabban would agree in this case, it's no worse than a chasah shutfin. So conclusion, we learned about a base Knesses, is a Chayv Mezuzah, could become coming through a Nega. Well, it depends. If there's a base Dira for the Chazan there, then the Shul is considered a Malkam Dira, and we treat it as such. If it has no base Dira for the Chazan, Rameya says, that's like a base Ashutfin, Chayv Mezuzah. Chum say, no. It's an undesignated entity, and there's no Chayv Mezuzah. All agree in the case of a Shul Nekfar, we consider it no worse than a Chasar Ashutfin, and it's Chayv Mezuzah, can become Tamei through a Nega. Okay, time for a brief Chazar of today's da. We learned that there's a Chiv Mezuzah in all types of gateways. Shari Batim, Shari Chatseris, Medinas, and Ayaris. In some cases, there's no Chiv Mezuzah. For instance, a base Sharm, the guardhouse, leading into the Chatzar, the Achsadra, leading into the home, the Repesas, the porch, leading into those rooms. In which case, they're not considered a Mokim Dira, it's just an access point. Beis Akise, Beis Abursaki, Beis Amerchas, Beis Atvila, these are not places shall covet. Harabayas, Lishkes, and Azaris, Dirimokam is Kaidish. A door that has no roof, or which is not tent Fachim high, does not constitute a Pesach for Chiv Mezuzah. And Machlekes will apply in the following case, Shar that archway, where Ramea says, we virtually carve out the wall to add space and reach the proper dimensions for that Pesach. Chum say, no, we don't do that. We look at practicality. If it doesn't conform, it's pot. Storage room, based at Tevin, based at Bakr, based at Oitris, whether a service area is considered like a Makam Dira and a Chayv Mezuzah. And finally, what a is regarding Beis Knesses. We learned that Bedika of a Mezuzah is required twice in seven years. If it's a Mezuzah Shal Yochid, Mezuzah Shal Rab will make it twice in 50 years. Chachamim suspended the Chayv Mezuzah by the entranceway to the city where there's a Chashash of Sakana. And we learned that a Beis HaShutfen or Beis Isha certainly is Chayv Mezuzah. The Pasuk says, Laman Yibru Yamechem which applies to all equally. All the best and much aslochat to you.